When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Boob, shuck, shuck-a-luck-a-luck-a-boom. Boob, shuck, shuck-a-luck-a-boom-boom. Are you saying boob or boom? <laughs> boob. You're a bit of a boob. It's true. I got two of them. And then I live with one, so really I have three. <laughs> I'm Claire, by the way. This is James. We're suggestible. She's talking about the seven boobs she keeps in a glass jar. <laughs> Whose boobs are they? I don't know. I was just talking about you, you boob. How? Your big old boob. Well, then you've got four boobs, don't you? <laughs> You're a boob. What are we doing? Talking about boobs. Uh, my name is Claire. You're James. We're married. We recommend you things. Yeah, we try to. Do you like boobs? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> right. Moving right along. <laughs> Are you surprised by that answer? <laughs> no. Do you want a more enthusiastic? Be- <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh. yeah. What do you want? Yeah, I feel like. Or do you feel be like a nah? <laughs> Not really. Nah, you're more of a booty man. Not for me. Oh, look, whatever, man. It's all good. It doesn't bother me. All right, it's all it's all fun and games. <laughs> Until someone gets pregnant and it's not so fun. Right. Well, we recommend you stuff that we've been reading, watching and listening to. Often I say gentlemen's first. So I say it to you now. (laughs) Excellent. Gentlemen's first, you big old boob. I'm uh... (laughs) a... I'm changing my (laughs) You old boob. (laughs) I just clapped. Everybody heard that. (laughs) It's audio medium. I know. Uh, I am not okay with this. It's a show on Netflix. You're it's not okay with being called an episodes. old boob. I'm okay with it, Claire. You've worn me down so much. Yeah, you just look old I'm a, and tired I'm a now. whistled stump of You're a man. You're a shell of the yeah. form of man you used to be. Uh, it's called I'm Not Okay or With boy This. boy you used to be. And anyway. it's based on a comic book of the same ni- name by Charles Forsman. And it's about a teenager navigating the complexities of high school family and her sexuality whilst dealing with new abilities. Uh, it stars uh, kind of like supernaturally stuff. It stars uh, Sophia Lillis, Wyatt Olaf, who, if you've seen uh, It, Chapter One specifically. Have not, don't Never mind, care. Don't they're in that. Like clowns. It's a good movie. Coming out Second of Second one's okay. Is there a clown that's in like a drain? Yeah. By the side of the road? That's the point of that book. That's all I know. Yeah, that's all you need to know. clown out of the drain and kids. Yeah, he in it. lures kids into the sewer and eats them or oh, whatever. Good. He's not really a clown. He's an extra dimensional monster that oh, you can't gosh. actually process when you look at him so he just appears as a big spider. A spider? What? Yeah. I thought you said he was a clown. He's a clown. There's nothing scarier than a clown. There is many things scarier than a clown. <laughs> have you ever heard Mason's clown story? No. I, I, I would have butchered it, but basically <laughs> he's one major – he's talked about this before, I'm sure, but he's one – this is from my uh, more successful oh, podcast, yeah, by the way. Oh, yeah, here he goes. Here uh, he goes. We're catching his up. His one regret in life was um, he was out in the middle of, middle of nowhere in the country and he pulled up to a roundabout and very slowly this really old party van – Kind of took the t- took the turn, and in it was like a reary, dreary looking guy. A reary, dreary, reary, dreary. <laughs> the rural juror, yeah, the uh, rural juror was a really dreary Pedro. looking man in full clown makeup. Wow. So he was either coming f- uh, to or from wherever he was, That's and he had his window world. down. And Mason wishes because he, but he did it because he was scared the guy was going to murder him. That he wound out his window and went, "Get off the road, you clown!" <laughs> But he didn't do it. And he thinks about it most days. Do you th- 
He would do that too. Yeah. Do you think that guy had one of those flowers that spurts water? Look at all oh, that. Oh, oh, oh. Look at and the, the little, little cars. Yeah, oh, maybe. And the big floppy feet. No, he had a weird dungeon van or whatever he oh, was driving God. around. So speaking, they would have done some balloon animals yeah. for shizbiz. That's right. And anyway, it's also staying uh, Sophia Bryant. And so it's mostly about coming of age in a high school and how everything sucks. And the most important thing is like friends and the drama What's that comes on? with that. It's on Netflix. Netflix. But again, there is that supernatural element of it, which I didn't really know going into it. Because I haven't read the comic, I'd never heard of the comic, which I think I, I will read now. Uh, but I would say, yeah, don't kind of go into it, ex- you know, uh, expecting that it's kids shooting lightning at each other and doing X-Men shit. Or but old clowns squirting water. No, none of face. that. But it's kind of like about awkwardness and teenage drama and bullying and sexuality. And it end, the only problem I really have with it, that it ends very, very abruptly. Like, it feels like there should be an, at least one more episode and there'll probably be another season of this because Netflix's model is two seasons then cancel something. Why? Uh, Why Netflix? Well, again, Why? we've talked about this on my more popular show. Oh, uh, here he is. Clown Assault. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Where you and Meso just plot elaborate heists involving clown makeup. We just steal all their stuff. Yeah, cool, just all exactly. the clown stuff. If I was going to rob a bank, I think I'd like to dress as a clown. Why? Because <laughs> I'd like to make people's day but also speak nah, them out. How you and gonna, nobody would know me as a clown. But here's the question. How are you going to get away when you're in full clown makeup? You need to be able to blend into the Yeah, but a crowd. I wouldn't wear the floppy shoes. I'm no idiot. I'm I'm wear my speedy you need, ass but runners. You've got that, gr- that white grease paint all over your face. Yeah, and but a then big I'd smile. put a balaclava over the top. Oh, yeah, and then you'd get away with it, wouldn't you? You'd, be, you'd just wander around the street. <laughs> yeah, because I'd have into the, the night. I'd have that canvas bag over my back, and then I'd be sneaking out like a like a robber. You know, <laughs> not with like the, a robber. You would be a robber. Yeah, I would be a robber. One Seems day really I will. hard to rob a bank these days. They got those walls that shoot up, and do they? Yeah. Oh. If you've seen, but most banks have like a strip at the at the counter, and they've basically got this button that they press, and it just hammers the wall up. Oh, geez! Yeah, there's How like some spooky. kind of explosion no, explosive in there. That... That's like really undone all my plans. Yeah. When I'm old, when I'm like ninety, I'm gonna rob a bank, James. Good. I hope they shoot you. So anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I'll go out in flaming flames of glory, yeah. dressed as a clown, and all the way down I'll be shouting, "Get James! He's an old boob." I'm already dead though. I'm long dead. I've been dead for sixty nah, years. I want you to be around to witness it. Oh my god! I'm not going to bail you out. I'm going to be like, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> you and Mason can mm. talk about it forever. Anyway, anyway, so the reason that Netflix only does two series is because it's something to do with the algorithm of after the second series. Sometimes third. It's not that it doesn't happen because it does, but you're not actually attracting any more audience members because of a third season of a show. Oh, I see, because the whole thing is get you. Yes. Get you to pay you however much yep. it is, 12 bucks a so month. So if you see, if you like this show, for example, mm. if they were like the third season of I'm Not Okay With This Is Up, you'd be like, I don't know what that is. So yeah. it wouldn't matter to you. And because also they're, you know, you know, you don't really often know what's coming up on Netflix. I always look at like, because there is a tab for like, latest and you can see what's yeah, yeah, I mean this yeah. week what's coming next week what's coming the week after but so that that's essentially why because it's right. more cost effective to make a new show to draw people in than renew keep an going old with one. an old one surely if it's like a cult show there like are exceptions things obviously yeah no definitely like if it goes of there is. gangbusters yes yeah. right well i actually also have a new netflix show to talk about a netflix original oh. are you finished banging on about your crap thing yeah i've finished banging on about my crap thing all right cool excellent i see you looking at the time stop sneaking around i know what i'm doing okay I'd just so like to my... know how much time we've got Claire. all right yeah yeah you don't have much time left god i hope not i know i'm gonna sneakily get you in the middle of the night in a clown costume <laughs> if I suddenly became someone who had a mental illness who decided to just always dress as a clown, 
Like if that became my thing and that was the only thing that made me feel safe in the world, would you stay with me? I'm going to be honest. Absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely not. But I'm so adorable. I'd be me. I wouldn't be like walking around being like, ha, ha, ha. The problem isn't that it's. I'd just be dressed as a the clown. The problem isn't that it's you. It's the clown thing that's but the problem. But we're married. It's in sickness and in health. In clown or not in clown. There's nothing in that sentiment about clowns. Yeah, but sickness. Dressing up as a clown permanently. I feel bad now. If someone dresses as a clown and likes doing it, good on you, mate. No, it's a, like it's an actual, like it's a proper a lost art. Well, not lost, the it's still cl- happening. The but, art of the clown. But, but kids now, and you've seen this because we go to kids' parties and they're the best. <laughs> Just kidding, they're all the worst. No, they're all <laughs> That's right. your job. I that really like job, yeah. giving people jobs in relationships. How many relationships are you in? <laughs> a lot. You don't know. You've I've got, got an underclover clown you've got a, parties. You've got a lawn guy. Got a, yeah, you've got I a get... clown makeup guy. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, anyway. it's, it's all superheroes yeah, and, yeah, but and Elsa's stuff. and yeah, whatever. Yeah, but your yeah. job is to get the organise the kids' parties yeah, and buy the presents. because I'm good at that stuff. You are really good at buying toys because you're a giant child. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. continue. So it's all superheroes. Yeah, so it's all superheroes uh, all the time. No, you continue because you were talking. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's get back to what this show is actually about. Apologies. Goodness gracious, what's going on? Okay, so this Netflix series is kind of interesting. It's a really unique premise. It's I called- love a show that's kind of interesting. All right, here we go. It's Criminal with David Tennant as in the lead as the first episode. Um, oh, I saw this. Yeah, it's interesting. So this one is Criminal UK. What's kind of fascinating is they've actually made 12 total episodes with three episodes set in, in four countries filmed in local languages. So French, France. French. And French, Spain, Germany, Spain. and the UK. So all I could see through our Netflix is the UK version, I'm assuming because it's in English. And it's a British police procedural anthology series created by George Kay and Jim Field Smith. Is David Tennant the bad guy? Because I see him on that Netflix mm. image. And he's got like, there's like a red glow yeah, to He him. is the criminal being questioned. So what's kind of interesting is it takes place exclusively within the confines of a police interview suite. So it just it only really has one set. Oh, we have very and, similar things coming. Oh, my next thing. Yeah, oh, so. cool. Yeah, so it's really stripped down and it's a cat and mouse drama which focuses on the intense mental conflict between the police officer and the suspect in question. So it's really an interrogation in an episode. So there's only three in the UK series. Um, the first one stars David Tennant as the criminal. He's playing Dr Edgar Fallon, who is accused of brutally murdering his teenage stepdaughter. For the first half of the episode, he really doesn't say anything at all. He just says no comment. So a lot of it is nonverbal stuff. Sure. It's really Initially, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Is it a little bit? Then dull? David Tennant does his acting, right? Yeah, he's so acty. He's so yeah. acty. He does, he does the eyebrows. You did eyebrows just then too. I wish this was a visual medium so you could see. James has got some spectacular eyebrows. No, well, there's some things that we can do in the audio medium that the visual can't. Clapping. Clapping. Can't, can't get that in a bloody TV show, can you? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think you can clap in a TV Nah, not like what this. What do you call it? A TV, a TV show. show. Anyway, let me keep talking and stop clapping around, you clapo. I don't know what that means. means exactly. You got the clap. Have you got the clap? I don't think I've ever had the I clap. I should know if you've got the clap. Mm, I'll tell you if I ever get it. Time. I don't even know what the clap actually is. Anyway, so um, it's really quite special. It's sort of, it builds, the tension kind of builds in this and the acting is great. So the second episode, the criminal is Hayley Ashwell. Yeah, there's a third episode, which I haven't watched yet. Yeah, she's really good. Are they all the same cops in each one? So it's like, what's Hayley Ashwell going to do in this episode? Yes, yeah. So the cops are the same, but the criminal is obviously different. She plays Peggy Carter in uh, various Marvel movies. Mm. 
Oh, there you go. Mm. She's real good. Yeah, so I really recommend watching it. I thought it was um, a really interesting premise and kind of magnetic watching, really. It's gripping. And, yeah, so I won't spoil it, but, uh, yeah, interesting. You sort of spent the whole time being like, did he do it? Did he not do it? I don't know. Did he do it? I'm not telling. you got to watch the old episode. But, uh, yeah, worth watching. Okay. Cool. My On sec- to yours. My second thing is quite similar. It's called The Guilty. It was actually recommended by my friend Nick Mason. From my oh. other podcast, more successful, the Weekly oh, yeah. Planet. Mason's featuring her a lot in this episode. It's true. Well, if he can't be here in presence, he can be here and me endlessly talking about him. Right. But uh, it's actually a Danish film from 2018, co-written and directed by Gustav Müller. Ooh. I think. No doubt, I've said that wrong. Anyway, it's similarly, it's set entirely in an alarm dispatcher's center. So you know, like the triple zero here, or the nine eleven in the US, mm. or whatever they have in the UK. People would call in. Oh. It's set entirely that in that space. That place is called. Alarm dispatch. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's alarm dispatch. So it's people calling triple yes, zero and being like, help, my cat's stuck in my ass or whatever people do. <laughs> yeah. My brother's a doctor and he said people stick all kinds of things up there and they try and pass it off as like, I fell on I accidentally it, yeah. fell on the end on of this the toilet light bulb. brush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, light bulb. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't do much to your colon. I don't think it would do much. I don't think I don't think it's designed to go up there. No, no yeah. good. You would know. I would know. <laughs> right, uh, continue. Not through personal experience, it's just by looking at it. I see those two things. <laughs> I don't know, I'm suspicious. And they should not be going together. I am suspicious. Anyway, continue. Anyway, it's about a former police officer who for some reason, who you kind of find out a bit more as the story unfolds, uh, he's been demoted to this position of answering the phone calls. calls. Oh. And he's kind of very dismissive of like people and judgmental. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then he gets a call, an emergency call from a kidnapped woman. Oh, no. And so it's from there when the call becomes disconnected that he backtracks and tries to find where she is, who she is, what the situation she's in, who's the person that's kidnapped her, about her family. And he's finding out all these clues just through ringing around and calling people from inside this dispatch office and it's, it doesn't leave the office it's in the entire it's, it's and it's only like it's like an hour and 20 like it's not very long it's not in english it's, it's subtitled but it's it's just very it's very intriguing and very compelling and there's twists and turns along the way as, as information kind of is revealed and reveals itself and people learn a lesson or maybe they don't and etc also it's very grim Suspenseful, so yeah. grim. It's grim i kind of like that though you wouldn't like this the one. one thing i hate about subtitled things which i know is probably a good thing you have to pay attention yeah you have to pay yeah. attention you can't be looking at nothing else i was trying to edit last night and i'm like i can't you can't actually do this no you, it, yeah yeah you really lose the, mm. the thread there's a show called the bridge that's on sbs yes. that is brilliant and also the tunnel that's why i stopped watching which... narcos because it's like half in spanish or whatever yeah <laughs> That's a really, like, terrible indication, isn't it, of yeah. our attention spans, right? Totally. Yeah, ridiculous. Anyway, I also tried watching A Man Called Ove, which I think is an excellent film and it's subtitled, but my – I just – I don't know. I couldn't stick with it. I think I might need to go back. Did I've you end up sticking – Did slump. Did you, end up, did you end up sticking with stuff. it? Did not. Only got, like, 20 minutes in. You should stick with like, it. I I don't know. Grouchy old man. But it's supposedly touching and uplifting and wonderful. Yeah. Set in Sweden. Oh. Anyway, I've got something else to recommend now. I love recommending. So your things. show is called Guilty. Where do you find the it? Guilty. Again? Uh, the it Guilty. Is, it is on the SBS app, but that is a terrible it's a terrible app. app with, as I said, to Mason on my other more popular show. Oh god, it's a terrible Boring. app with amazing things on it. Yes, 
amazing. And it has The Handmaid's yeah. Tale, all those so things. So I, I, I know. Um, or, um, I rented it. Um, the Years and Years, which, yeah. oh, gosh, so, such, so good. I highly recommend that one too. Yeah, so, yeah, you can rent it on the Googles. On the, the Googles. Google Give it a Googs, mate. Cool. All right. So I have a few other things. It's funny that yours is called The Guilty. They all kind of connect. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today, I'm recommending the Guilty Feminist podcast. I've already again. recommended this. I know, but I'm recommending one particular episode that I really enjoyed that came out recently. It's on leadership. It's a live show in Melbourne, actually. I know Melbourne. Um, yeah, episode 189 with Cal Wilson, the comedian, who is great. She's also a children's book author, just wonderful, has bright Cal red Wilson. hair. She's cool. Deborah Francis-White, obviously, is the host who I adore. And their special guest on this episode is Julia Gillard, who happens to be our first and only female prime minister. And yes. who recently? What was, is this bloody redhead, bloody city week? Was it? <laughs> ah. Anyway, who uh, recently had her misogyny speech? Which, if you haven't watched, you really should. She does a massive takedown of the opposition leader Tony Abbott in this speech, and it's just become like an iconic feminist. Wait, speech. when was this? Not recently. You're no, this is like oh, 10 the, years ago the, 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 when she I was, was say, Prime I was like, Minister. I know, I was going to say the opposition leader. I'm like, I will neither. not be lectured by, um, about misogyny from this man. I will not. She's so great in it. It's amazing. Anyway, it's just all come back recently because she won an award as one of the most iconic videos, I think. Yes. I can't remember by who. It's a really great episode. Also, at the end, it has music from Grace Petrie, who if you don't know Grace Petrie, she is a queer folk singer. Her album Queer as Folk is great and she has two particularly excellent songs, one called Black Tie, which is kind of almost like a feminist anthem and it's really about her coming of age and coming into herself and her sexuality and trying to understand gender. Is it one of those things where, like, it gets stuck in your head and you just want to sing it? Correct. Then go on. All right. No, I'm not going to see it. You can't. That happens out of my heart spontaneously, James. No, it doesn't. And then the second song um, that I really love from the album is called Ivy and it's about the birth of her niece. And it's just really beautiful and it's really about how she was at Glastonbury Music Festival and her sister rang her to say that her, she was going into labour and so Grace just drove all night to get to the hospital. Oh, cool. I know. And the lyrics, one of the verses, oh, I guess I'm going to read you a little bit of it. Can you sing it? No, I'm not going to I want to get a sense of it. I'm not. Stop asking me to sing. Now I'm all embarrassed and uh, weird. We'll talk about your singing after this, but keep, please continue. Anyway, the lyrics go, and I can't wait to know the person you'll become, and I can't wait to hear what music that you like, and I can't wait to know the future as you'll see it, and I wonder if I'll still be behind the mic. And Ivy, maybe one day when you're my age, well, maybe I'll be singing from that pyramid stage. And then the chorus is that once I drove all night from Glastonbury to meet you home, when you were ready to arrive, IV, how I drove until the sun came up to meet you home all way up the M5 IV. Anyway, it doesn't come across that well when I read it. No, it, it comes across really well. Yeah, it's really beautiful. The sad oh, thing about it is that that baby turned out to be a real prick as well. No, she's six. Apparently she's cool. Cool. Who knows? 
And so I just think it's a really beautiful song and maybe Collins can play a little bit of it at the end of this episode. Not too much Collins. We don't want to get copyright We don't, stroke. but especially that particular verse, the second verse and that chorus. Oh, yeah, gets me Why in the Why get Collins to insert it when you yourself could <laughs> sing this very song I'm for us? I'm not singing it. You love to sing, Claire. No, 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 I'm encouraging why, your creativity. Why do I have weirded out? Normally you always tell me to stop singing and now I you actually are. never tell you to stop singing, <laughs> actually. It's really confusing. I'm confused. So what Claire has this thing, right, if anybody <laughs> around her, specifically me, starts to sing a song, no, she, can't help, but she can't help but railroad it and jump in. <laughs> she does it to buskers on the street if she's had a few drinks. Oh, no. She'll do it to anybody. <laughs> One time I was alone and really drunk at like 3 a.m. and I bust with a guy and made a whole lot of money <laughs> at the front of hunger. But another time I Did was Did you give in- him the money? Um, yeah. Okay, I was going to – I made a whole it. lot of money and I got out of there. <laughs> no, he offered it to me and I he kept it. But that other time we were really drunk outside of Hungry Jack's, which is like a Burger King at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and my friends and you were there. And I started singing. I, I knew it was awful, but I just was like singing. And your mate Joe was like, I thought Claire would sing. This is I bloody d- I terrible. don't remember this at all. I think I was eating. <laughs> I had no idea. You were eating your birds. Joe told me after he was like, bloody, oh my, that bloody <laughs> bird. <I'll say laughs> so I terrible. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I do have that affliction that I have to sing. Yeah, I, I do this thing where sometimes I'll just run through like songs and see how many you will join on to. No, you don't. Yes, I do. And you turns never out, tell me that. turns out all of them. You just, whatever it is, <laughs> I can jump from song to song and you will just go with me, whatever it is. <laughs> You do do that kind of studies on me, don't you? I do. You old creepity crew. Well, I have a couple of other recommendations as well. We got time. Yeah, we got time today. Normally we're running out of time. So one is a bit just random, but I thought at the moment the world feels a little bit scary. And I felt at a a time, particularly I reckon during my uni days, I feel like there was a big, big gaps in my knowledge about the history of the world. And I kind of sometimes don't really know where to start with trying, because obviously it's the history of the world and the history of humanity and it's bloody long and confusing and there's a lot to read. It's easy. You start at the birth of Jesus and you move <laughs> forward. That is all you that need to know. That is correct. Everything anyway, after is, not don't even worry about it. What are they doing, pyramids and but, shit and dinosaurs? Who cares? Anyway, anyway I wanted something sh- like kind of easy to try and do. I tried to read this once. Yeah, did you? And you hated it's it. fucking exhausting. Yeah, but it's called A Very Short History of the World by Jeffrey Blaney. I thought it was quite clear. It's good. Yeah. And the chapters are really great. It really just starts from the birth of human, human beings. Birth of Jesus. The birth of Jesus. And when, it also you has mean a when the earth started too. 2,000 years ago or whatever? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Anyway, I just found it really useful because it kind of puts into context a lot of big political and social ideas and the Industrial Revolution and where we've come from, Godwana and all the moving parts of the continents. Anyway. Does it clarify whether or not we are or aren't on the back of a giant turtle? It doesn't give a definitive answer, mm. but I think maybe he does think that we are. Where's that from? That's from that show. From a bunch of stuff. It's from mythology. No, no. What's the, um, you know, the series of books? Oh, my Goosebumps. God. No, you know them. Michael Crichton. No, you know them. And Harry Potter. <sighs> I can't remember. Fifty Shades? Shut up. No. You shut up. <laughs> What's the one in there in the universe? It's like kind of set in space and they're all on the back of a giant turtle and it's really like <sighs> complex language and funny and kooky. It's like a bit sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, you, you know it and you're not <laughs> saying it. You know it. You're talking about. Stop um, being, you know, someone is listening to this podcast and yelling at the thing. They talking know. about the movie 
Dune? Oh, okay. I, I can't handle is you. It you Dune know or it. Dune? You always You're talking about Hitchhiker's Guide to the <laughs> Thank Galaxy. Thank you very is much. Is there a giant turtle I in that? I don't know if there is. Yeah, the, the universe is like on the back of a giant turtle. Is there? Something all the world is. I don't know. I can't remember. I've read that. I don't think that's. I might not be in that. <laughs> anyway, book. I, I recommend uh, this A Very Short History of the World if you kind of want to feel like you can fill in some of the gaps. And then. Can I say that for a sec? Sure. You certainly can. Don't burn it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I just found it really useful. Um, yes, that's one. My other recommendation. Just want to say at 479 pages, I should call this the really bloody long <laughs> history of the world. Am I right? Got him! <laughs> you, just, you just threw my book across that's the That's not true. Claire threw the book. <laughs> you are the I worst love person. books. You are the worst person. All right. So, um, seeing as we've got a bit of time, I got an email this week because. Listeners, we have a bloody email address now. Thank you to everyone who's emailed so far. I've repl- I'm trying to reply to everybody. You don't get a bloody email address on a TV <laughs> show. <laughs> Correct. Anyway, it's suggestiblepod at gmail.com. And I just got an email today actually from Eric Lane and I wanted to just read it out and then see what you think. Dear Claire and James, last week my partner's father passed away unexpectedly. Claire, you've talked about your own experiences in the past Any suggestions for Casey, my partner, on how to get through this difficult time? And James, any suggestions on how I can best support her? Um, Also, we typically listen to the podcast together. So if you could give Casey a shout out. Hello, shout out to Casey. Shout out. I'm sure she'd really appreciate it. Oh, mate, Casey, I'm just so horribly devastated for you. And it's such a difficult time. I can talk about a little bit about sort of suggestions, I think. Part of it is just you just have to get through it. And grief just takes time and it presents in all different ways depending on your relationship with your dad and all of those sorts of things. It does get easier um, but you, but it comes in waves, I think. Mm. Um, do you, How do you – about supporting me on that I think it's note? What do you think? Listening is obviously a big part of it, not trying to fix things. Like you be there and you help where you can. You know, you, you cook and you clean and you recommend things that you could do together and – you know, surround yourself with friends and family and whatever, but there's not really anything you can do or say for a person mm-hmm. other than listening, I would say. I think that's... And just being there. Yeah. Because being like, don't worry, like, he's in a better place or whatever. It's not... Yeah. I mean, if that's what you believe, believe, then, yeah, obviously that... There's not really anything you can say, I, f- I feel, necessarily. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think that oftentimes we want to jump in and fix things for people Mm. or sometimes what happens too is that when people go through really devastating times in their life, people stay away because they worry that they're going to upset them or they're going to say the wrong thing or that they need to be left alone, you know, with their family. And what I found is actually the most beneficial is just showing up for people. And don't ask them what they want because they will always say I'm fine. Mm. People don't want to say I want a casserole or something. Yeah, show up with a casserole. No, no, I'm serious. I'm I'm being serious. Yeah, like – Obviously, as her partner, that's different. But that's just but advice for people that's something in you general. Can, you could ask friends to do. Yeah, but you just yeah. you just turn up and you show your love however you can. Mm. And often, just being there with that person, checking in with them all the time, not putting it on them to be there. They'll just tell you to go if they're not happy or they're not able to be with you at that time. Yeah, they'll they'll tell you. But I think asking people what they need is often I think also the person telling you to go doesn't mean necessarily go, go. Because I remember when your dad passed and then that weekend I had a Bucks party and you were like, you should go and whatever. And I'm like, I'm not going, obviously. 
and I didn't. And it, I, I think you probably would have been fine with it, but I just like you. You just kind of you just don't. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I'd forgotten that. It's the races, anyone? I'm not going to fucking races. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I yeah, think it's, it's being there, right? Yeah, it's, it's being it's there and there. listening. Yeah, and yeah. you'll probably, you know, maybe they'll lash out at you for whatever. Not that, not, not, not that I'm saying that you do this, but you might, you know, you might bear the brunt of some of it at some point, and I think that's just staying there. Yeah, just staying there. Yeah, staying in the room. Mm. Yeah, I think something that does help me is that I feel like whatever you're sort of religious belief or beliefs about death, the world is just so much bigger and more magic than we can ever understand. Or smaller and less magic, (laughs) that's what I think. No, but I know that for some reason that phrase really comforts me Mm. and I've noticed that since my dad passed, there's just been times where I've really felt him with me for, I don't know, in small things, in big things. Um, Is that big picture in your mum's house so when you walk in you go, oh! (laughs) Yeah, there is a big picture of my dad. Um, I don't know. And sometimes it will happen in the most unexpected places. Like I remember I was walking the pram um, down the road and my dad always said that if you do have to walk on the road for whatever reason, you walk towards the coming traffic yeah, so that you, can see, yeah. you can see them coming rather than them coming behind you. And I was just walking around the neighbourhood and had to walk on the road for some reason and I just burst into tears, Yeah, right. you know, um, in that moment. So sometimes grief comes to you in the small things. It's sometimes also hardest after everything like finishes. So the six months, the year, after everyone starts to go back to their normal lives, the funeral's over, and then there are those moments where your dad's not there Mm. and you just wish that he was. You just want to talk to them. Yeah, Yeah, you just want to talk when things come up in your life, when you need your car serviced or you have a question and you can't ring them. Um, I think those are the the toughest times. Um, But, yeah, just – there have been times I've just really felt my dad with me. Sometimes it'll just be I'll be going for a walk in the bush or something and some birds will fly over, the sun comes out, and I just really feel him with me. Mm. Um, so I think be gentle, be kind to yourself too, Casey, um, because it is it is tough and your family has to all cope in their own different ways. So give people, giving people licence and space to cope with their grief in the way that they cope with it. And some people might take 10 years for them to come to terms with it. For other people, like for me, it was so immediate. And so yeah, right. I I had a, got a lot of my grief out, I think, in that first year, but processing it however you can and staying in the room. There's also a beautiful song um, that I, my family and I listened to by a song, singer-songwriter called Paul Kelly called Meet Me in the Middle of the Air. Mm. And I think that that, it's just a beautiful song. It is, it's sort of, it's based on some words from the Bible, but it's not particularly religious. And I think that you can come to that song from whatever your belief system in the world is. Um, and that idea of sort of meeting him in the middle of the air. So anyway, my thoughts are with you, Casey, and Eric too, because being the support person is always a bit tough too. Yeah, but it's way better than the grief thing. <laughs> there is a podcast called Griefcast as well, which is quite good to listen to. There's too. also a Star Wars character called Grief Carga. That's unrelated. <laughs> so but if we're talking grief. <laughs> anyway, hopefully Eric's a better partner than you are. No, James has been amazing. The other thing is you want to buy that. a samurai sword and you want to pledge your blade to your partner. So if any enemies <laughs> become an upper, you can defend them. 
Yes, correct. Exactly. That's Actually, what I would do. That's. I think that's fair. Also, booby trap the grave. Yeah, totally. Correct. I'm all about booby trapping a grave. You are. That's how you want to go out. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's – thank you, Eric, for writing in. Um, and now we've gone over, Claire. We oh, have. my goodness. Okay, so review, James. You know I've got one here. It's from Gabriel. It says, so relatable. I've been <laughs> listening to James and Nick at the Weekly Planet. Five, that's it. All right. No, no. And my girlfriend keeps looking at me like I'm such a widow, which I believe I am, and so is she. And that's why I think this podcast is magical. Mixing up banter, nicknames, jokes, and most of all, great suggestibles. You guys have saved us a couple of hours thinking on what to watch. Keep up the amazing work. You can do that in-app as well. It really helps the show. It totally does. Give um, us a five stars. If you think even so. if we don't deserve it. Nah, but we, we deserve need it. Them. We deserve we it. We need all the things we get. We deserve it. Um, I just realized I haven't actually given a recommendation, so I'm just going to do it very quick. Sure. This is from Liz Lefevre. Hello, Claire and James. Love the pod. You guys are great. Let's get right to it. I'd like to suggest a book I read recently that I loved. It's called The Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. It's Agatha Christie, ooh, who I love. I was going to say I've heard of that. Groundhog Day. It's a mysterious and suspenseful and brilliant book. And the blurb goes like this. Evelyn Hardcastle will be murdered at 11 p.m. There are eight days and eight witnesses for you to inhabit. We will only let you escape once you tell us the name of the killer. Ooh, it grips you right from the start and I couldn't put it down until I finished, which happened to be around 3 a.m. Cool. I've seen this before Thanks, Liz. Yeah, it sounds great. It sounds so far up my alley. It may as well be called Claire Alley. Do you think? They should have called the book Claire Alley? Because I don't think it would have sold as many, to be honest. Oh, Lord. Anyway, thanks so much for the recommendation. Oh, no problem. Liz. Not you, you goose. Oh. You big old goose. Oh. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> just <had> a, <laughs> what's got into me today of like a goose with boobs with a big boots on? A big boots or big yeah, boobs? Yeah, so now in my brain you are no longer James. You are a goose with boobs and wearing old boots. Cool. <laughs> honk, honk. Look at my old boots. Hong Kong. Shaking and my boots. And that's just me squeezing my boobs, am I right? <laughs> yeah. All right, that's the show. Next week, Claire, what do we got on? This again, Nothing. I guess. <laughs> same <laughs> old, same old. The same old thing. We're going to have to take a break soon, aren't we, for when the baby's born maybe or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We can, talk, we, talk, we can talk for half an hour. We might just have to have a little babes in the room. Oh, my God. Can we I not? probably will be watching a lot of Netflix because I'll have to sit around and feed. Mm. With my boobs. Weird. Mm. God, life is weird. Don't you think life is weird? No. Nah, it's pretty imagine straightforward. Imagine feeding a human being with your body. I won't. I won't imagine that. Weird. No, nah, it's not weird. It's normal. Like I'm also coexisting with a babe in my body. <gasps> the phone's ringing. All right, we got to go because that's go. the president of podcasting. <laughs> We've been he promoted. Calls me on a daily basis. Yes, I will become president. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. And I can't wait to know the person you'll become And I can't wait to hear what music that you like And I can't wait to know the future as you'll make it Yeah, I wonder if I'll still be behind a mic Cause Ivy, maybe one day when you're my age Well, maybe I'll be singing from that pyramid stage That once I drove all night from Glastonbury to meet you when you were ready to arrive, Ivy How I drove until the sun came up to beat you home All the way up the M5, Ivy And being early for someone was a first for me But I thought my heart would burst If you got there before me and all the way home
for me Thanks for waiting for me to arrive Let me just say thanks for not bringing labour on Until Sunday night and halfway through Kasabian Because who the fuck cares about Kasabian And thanks for not coming during Dolly Parton This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.